when you're too cheap to go to the library. The Look Inside This Book Club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. Wow. Yes. Would you like to introduce our guests today? I would. Do we have a guest? We have a guest. All right. Our guest, uh, she blogs at redlipstortillachips.com. Uh, she is a master of Instagram and can be found at L.A. Cunningham on Instagram. Uh, she is a local legend, Lauren Cunningham. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Thanks for being on the show. Can, oh, you, yeah. can you first explain Red Lips Tortilla Chips? But before you explain it, we have some theories. Question. What is there to explain? <laughs> it sort of reminds me of like, like those baboons with the big red butt cheeks. I don't know why, but that's the very first thing that came into my head. And then, of course, eating tortilla chips. Yeah, of course. That's probably what it is. Okay, but what does it mean? Um, it's all, you know, when dogs get, I mean, <laughs> see? And now you think I, I, I you thought kidding. I looked straight. No idea where this is going. You know when dogs, <laughs> that's all you need to say. You know when dogs? <laughs> no. Um, so two of my favorite things, red lips, tortilla chips. Uh, that's, I don't know. It just happened one day. People seem to be a fan. So I like, like you mean you like your own red lips? Yes. Like red lipstick. Yes, 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 yes. Important. But, but no real connection necessarily. Between um, I like the sound well, of I mean, it. What do you mean it's no memorable. connection? Like you, the, that's how you eat the tortilla chips. Of course. Right. Yes. You you bring up a valid I mean, point. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to speak try and speak for you, Lauren. That was that was very mansplaining of me. <laughs> oh good. This is this is a problem I have. Yes, we are we've been educating him about this. Oh yeah, recently. that happened to me last week on a client call. It was really something. Yeah. Oh, let's hear about that. Oh. <laughs> it's really fun when people do that. <laughs> Uh, I was explaining to someone why their video wasn't uh, faster than it was, and they told me that a beat like a pause is, and then they went on to explain Ooh. to me what a beat was. Yikes. Oh, and you're like, hmm, no, a mm. beat like a chioga, which is a type of beat. <laughs> anyway. Whoa, that's that's a nice uh, foreshadowing of our book this week, <laughs> which we didn't tell people about, right? What? It's about a chef. Oh, right. I forgot. One line. Right. That was it. That's all we done. We know. I forgot he was a chef. Okay. Three lines. Right. We're giving you a surprise book this week. We didn't, did we mention, we did mention it last time, didn't we? No, we didn't. Because last time we had our interview with Libby Hawker and we were so excited about that that we forgot to uh, pick a book for next time. Oh, wow. We're getting lazy. And in, in fact, I, I just realized I forgot to pick a book <laughs> for next time again. <laughs> but during the first break, we're going to remedy that. Okay. Well, the book this week. Um, is, let me call it up on my phone, is Hell's Kitchen, MM Gay Omega Shifter Romance, parentheses, friends, city wolves, book one. I think, I think the rule is if there are no parentheses in the book title, we're not going to read it. Right? Yeah. It has to be, of course, name the number of the book in the series. We yes. have to have that. We have to have some sort of like obscure term that we don't know what that means. I mean, at first, the MM was like, I, I kind of got at male, male. I, yeah, I know what that is. <laughs> but yeah, but why does it need to be MM? It says gay. Oh, it, has, it says gay and MM? It says MM gay. Oh, because women can't be gay? Is that what you're saying? No, they call that dyke, dyke omega. It's a, di it's a different genre. <laughs> is that one word? Like D-Y-K-O-M-E-G-A? Dyke omega. Mm-hmm. You wow, know that word? A, that sounds like an evil corporation in like a futuristic sci-fi Let me novel. explain that to you. Dyke omega. Pause. <laughs> Prince. Uh, right, Tortillas. <laughs> We're bringing that up from every last week. week huh? Every week. Okay, so Becky, what's going on with you lately? Oh, oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do the portion of our show where we talk about stuff that happened this week, funny right. or not, um, and you can partake. Perfect. So if you've got a story, <laughs> or even just some random factoid, we can we can take it and go with it. So you mm -hmm. think on that for a second. All I'm gonna say is that this week. 
Um, a friend of mine, a new friend, I say it like with a question mark because he oh. was our handyman who was like a Jew from Boston who I instantly bonded with. Sure. And by the time he, he left his handyman job, we were like, like high fiving and like Jewish chest bumping and like, right, you that's know, a thing. just Shabbat singing. <laughs> we were doing all kinds of things together and he had a great sense of humor. And the second time I met him, he said, hey, um, I have only 10 bottles of this hot sauce left that I buy from this woman (laughs) who's going out of business. And I tried to get the recipe from her, but she said it would be $75,000. Uh-huh. So I'm not going to buy the recipe from her. But here, I've brought you some. Could you tell me what's in it? Because I want to start making it. Oh. And I'm like. This is a very chef-y episode. Yeah. So I was like. All right. So he brings it over. I said, I'm, I'm up to, to, to try and figure out what's in it. He brought it over to me. And then I know I shouldn't be saying this on a public forum, but like I took a taste of it and I almost spewed it out. Like it was horrible. <laughs> Been there. Like horrible hot sauce. It tasted like instant soup mix that Ooh. someone put distilled white vinegar oh. in. It, That's bad. It, it, it was like so much oregano, it, it just almost made me cry. It was just so bad. But he honestly wanted- It sounds to, like you deciphered the recipe, though. Yeah, instantaneously, because like too much of this, too much of that, yeah. way too much of this. So I, I told him what it was. He goes, he goes yeah, but you got to kind of give me amounts and stuff. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to have to to do it. So he leaves, and I'm like, how do I make a recipe that I is horrible? Like, do you, you just do it? Yeah, you just put in a fuckload of this, a shitload just, of that. You just do it. So I was like- I can't just go buy soup mix because that's what this person, I think, did. So mm-hmm. I, I decided I want to make a better version of this. So I made a better version. We all loved it, but it wasn't that. And so then I had to purposely ruin it. Oh. And write up a ruined recipe. It was like my career flipped on its head. Interesting. Anyway. You know what this person needs is some sage advice. Yeah, with uh, less sage. Right. <laughs> Yes. Oh, I saw that pun was on your um, thing. And let's just get right into that because I have been quoted as saying puns are the lowest form of humor. You've also been quoted as saying puns, however. What? (laughs) I I knew halfway through saying that that it didn't make sense. And I went with it anyway. Sorry to call you out. And now I'm retiring and you cannot have my $75,000 shit sauce recipe. (laughs) Oh my god, it's called shit sauce. Uh, shit sauce. <laughs> you have to say it I like got that. Saucy, saucy, sassy, saucy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's it literally felt like as I tasted it, it it seared my nose hairs, but not in a heat way, in an overly herbal, dried herbal way. Ooh, that's bad. Bad, 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 bad. Sorry, Doug. I love you, man. But we got to work on your palate. I could probably use some handyman. Assistance. Yeah, because <laughs> your hands are busy enough as is. Exactly. Yeah. Mr. Handy. Seven. They call you Mr. Handy. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got so much to do, I need extra hands. When they're not calling you Mr. Minute. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so yeah, puns, lowest form of humor. And then uh, people have told me that puns, you have to be very, very intelligent to come up with a good pun. And so there's this ongoing debate. Do you think puns are the lowest form of humor, Matthew? Oh, you're asking you're asking me if I want to partake in slamming our guest? <laughs> Absolutely. What do you think we have guests on here for? Oh, we're just going to take down Seattle one guest at a time? Uh-huh. Um, they until, love it. until there's nothing left, and we're like that show, Last Man on Earth. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't know that show. It's a sh- I haven't watched it. <laughs> oh, it's, it's like, a TV show. It's like about a bearded guy. <laughs> I haven't watched that podcast either. <laughs> right. It's a, yeah, it's a TV show about a, a guy with a beard. Okay. Do you like puns? Um, I, I commit puns, so I... Like I a crime. So. The yeah, crime yeah, exactly. of, you commit the crime of puns. Uh-huh. Oh. 
You know, our, one of our other guests that we love, Rachel Bell Crampner, is a huge punster. She's a, yeah, professional. professional She's the punster. only person I know who is a professional punster. She ran a Kickstarter to to go to a pun convention. Yeah, it, pun, in a, it was a pun contest, too, oh, okay. I think. And yeah. she probably won. I don't know. I got to be honest, a pun convention sounds... Um, unbearable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were wearing furry suits, though. Does that help? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, in that yeah. case, it sounds bearable. <laughs> oh, my. oh! <laughs> All right. Jesus. Send me to the pun convention. <laughs> Three tickets, please. Give me a pun where I don't groan, and I will I will give you a prize. <laughs> okay, Lauren, what's going on with you? <laughs> um, You know, I got to say, my, ev- my week hasn't been very eventful. Uh, boyfriend's getting his wisdom teeth out today, so oh. I can't wait to blackmail him with photos and videos. Okay, so so that means he's going to be sort of out of commission for a couple of days mm-hmm. and like high on, you know, is, is he getting, first of all, is he getting the uh, the general anesthetic, like the, I think the so. IV? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Am I, I'm Highly most excited about the part where we get in an Uber directly after and go go up the hill. And mm. because he's going to like say weird shit to no, the Uber gonna driver? No, you're going to videotape that shit. That's a new thing now. You know, the oh, kids yeah. these days, they videotape people when they're high from their wisdom teeth extractions. And it's very funny. <laughs> You've seen the one I'm talking about, oh, right? Oh, David. I have no idea what you're talking first about. Names. David after dentist, right? There's that one, but there's also the the sister. This one is amazing. The, the two brothers play a joke on the younger sister, and they uh, claim that zombies have taken over the, the the earth, and they have to stop at the house and, and get her favorite possessions, and they make her choose between her cat and her dog. And, they're, and she's like, the cat! <laughs> like, it was so easy for her to, like kill the dog off like you have oh, to no. see it it's really fucking funny um, the last time I had uh, general anesthesia my wife reports that I um, as I woke up I, I kept telling her how pretty she was but like in like a weird like drunk guy like skeezy but way that's, no but that's awesome oh it, it is and, and she is but um, it was it was weird it was weird because you were calling her Molly <laughs> <laughs> Story. Um, okay, okay, so, so your boyfriend's getting his wisdom teeth out. Mm-hmm, uh, okay, mm-hmm. so here's my, my next Can we question. Let her about talk? <laughs> no, no, please. Apparently not. Uh, like, do you enjoy like caring for a person who is incapacitated like that? You know, I don't know. I've never done it before. You make her sound rapey the way you ask that. <laughs> yeah. Do you like caring for an incapacitated victim? Do you like it when they can't give consent? <laughs> Lauren. <laughs> yeah, what are you planning to do to him when he's <laughs> completely out of it? Smoothies. That's all I'm yeah, going to say. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean. Say no more. I, I know what you mean. That is totally an urban dictionary. <laughs> and it's not what you think it is. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> do you going to do the thing where you freeze sponges? Oh, that's sounds... actually a, a kind of good pro tip for wisdom. Is that a fetish? No, it's not a fetish. <laughs> you take cheap sponges, not with the sh- the the abrasive side. Don't do that one. That one's not cool. <laughs> well, let's get the cheap soft sponges. You, you, you put them in water and then you freeze them uh-huh. and then you tie up their face with an ace bandage and the frozen sponges and it feels so good. Um, yeah, Lori did that to me only she used those magic eraser things. And, <laughs> and your face was missing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's how I became the invisible man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you're gonna be taking care of him. You're gonna be, you're gonna like get like five movies. He's gonna watch them all. He's not gonna remember any of them. Right, or he'll like get forward in a series we're watching together, and then I'll have to catch up. Oh but, yeah, yeah. So yeah. We'll now, now's the time. Up. Now's the time to um to watch a series that you really want to watch that he doesn't care so much about. That's true. Like well, you can see moving pictures and be entertained. <laughs> um, it's also time to like you know get way ahead in like the I've done more for you department, so that you can call it in later, <laughs> right? 
The fact that your mind even works that way makes me very deeply suspect of our friendship. <laughs> Is there a bank? Wait, I'm try- now I'm trying to think about who's ahead. I think it's you. You need to kick that little accountant off your shoulder. <laughs> He's doing harm. <laughs> the little mini accountant. Get rid of him. Yeah. And I learned that from my brother, Jesse, because he said he, he got rid of his little mini accountant mm-hmm. because it's a not, not a good thing uh, to have on your shoulder all the time. You're, I don't know you're constantly you- keeping track. I don't know if you can get rid of that. Um, I think you can say you did and like pat yeah. yourself on the back and then like just for patting yourself on the back for that, like your accountant is like, yeah, I'm up one. Yeah. Well, just to answer your question though, I'm up because you still owe me cookies. Uh, you're right. <laughs> Not that I was counting. Okay. So so your boyfriend's getting his wisdom teeth out. What else is going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, no, really though. It's been like a silly, un- uneventful week. I wish okay. I had more to report, but... Um, well, then, then let's turn to me. <laughs> uh, I, I had the cat groomer come over and clip my cat's claws the wait, other day. Wait, wait. You, there's an in-home cat grooming It's uh, Seattle Mobile Grooming. Her name's Alyssa. Highly recommended. Um, she'll come wow. to your house and groom. And, and, and not just cats. But also, like also, your wife? Yeah, she'll groom, she'll groom your, your, uh, your significant other, <laughs> your, your kids, your, your hamster, whatever. Does she manscape? Probably. I mean, she, she's got, she, she was clearly very experienced. All right. So I was, I was very skeptical of how this is gonna, was going to work because like, you, you know this about me, Becky. Um, I mean, maybe, maybe you don't, maybe you haven't noticed this, that I think I'm good at everything. <laughs> and that if I can't no, do that's something. shockingly new information. Probably no one can. God. <laughs> so I, I have tried to clip, clip the cat's claws a couple of times and gotten nowhere. The cat's like, fuck this. Surprised <laughs> um, you didn't use your like. Um, Japanese knives that you know how to sharpen. <laughs> Did I like- do. Did you know I know how to sharpen knives? <laughs> I do. I know um, all the things that you think you know how to do. Right. And uh, so, so yeah, so I would like get halfway through one claw and the cat would like slap me and run <laughs> off. <laughs> that would be funny. So it was amazing. So she came over. She was in and out in five minutes and like, yeah. you know, just grabbed the cat. Like and the cat was like annoyed for half a second. And then it was like, okay, you know, yeah. I can't win here. No, it's amazing how pets will, will just... Re- totally relax and roll over when they know someone's yes. capable and how they will just shred you when they know that you have any bit of, of lack of confidence. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's that's pretty that's amazing. She said, I said, I said like, can you show me how to do this? And she said like, no, there's no trick. It's just like not being afraid it's, of a yeah, cat. It's, it's so true. My dog like senses my, my fear from a mile away and won't even <laughs> let me come anywhere near her paws. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that was my story. So yeah. now, now my cat is nicely clipped. I love it. All right, well, we should probably take it to a break, yep. and we'll be right back to talk with about Hell's Kitchen. Who's the author, by the way? Oh, gosh, definitely a pen name, Aiden Bates, because that <laughs> makes him Master Bates or Mr. Bates, which yep. is an old joke, but still a good one. All right, we'll be back. Lauren, I hear that you had a friend who had a crazy name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you, <laughs> oh, is that for a bad lead in? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you sound like a, like a talk show host on their first day at work. <laughs> I, it says here you have a story about a muffin shop. <laughs> I feel like if it were a bad talk show, though, you would have said, like, crazy name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like a morning show. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the skis and Ted. Um, so I was in high school and I had this, my parents had this family friend and their last name was Beatty and they had a daughter who did ROTC. And so when she got to the highest level, that, that's called being a master. I think it was the Air Force version of ROTC. And uh, they had to call her. Wait, ma- wait, wait, wait. I get it. I know what you're going to do. Do you? Master Beatty. <laughs> 
Not only because I heard it on the break. That's awesome. <laughs> and did, how did she handle that? Like, um, you know, I think at first it was kind of a shock. I mean, I don't think anyone, like, how could, just how could anyone take that seriously? No one really said it. Well, I'm but, sure, like, they had to. And I, I, you're not allowed to complain in the armed forces. That's yeah, something I know. But you would just watch people giggle every time that they, like, addressed you. Well, I mean, as long as you're getting a laugh. But you're supposed to keep composure. You're supposed you? to keep composure. And there's no way anyone underneath you hmm. <laughs> <laughs> is going to be able to say Master Beatty. Oh, Come on. It's, it's cute. The Y makes it even more hilarious. It, oh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> like Master Bates is the old joke, but Master Beatty is it's cute better. enough and be- it makes it better. Um, it's, it's like it's like that uh, Britney Spears song, right? If you, if you seek Amy. <laughs> Somebody here knows what I'm talking about. I don't about, know what you're talking and about. And it's me. <laughs> Did I ever tell you that um, my dad's a stamp collector? A stamp and what? coin. No. My dad's a stamp and coin collector. And he's... He's he's, he's a philatelist and a numismatist? He, oh, my God. You're the only person who would know both of those words. <laughs> Why did I say that? Why do I You're do these such things? a nerd. I was just going to lady explain that to you, but you already knew them, of course. You t- stole my thunder. He's a numismatist and a philatelist, okay, which numismatist is... is I can't spell those. ...collecting paper money, and a philatelist is, okay. is stamps. Um or coins, right? One of them is coins. Uh, and he went to, uh, he goes to conferences all over the, the world. He's quite famous in his nerd nerddom. Really? Yeah. He has some very rare stamps and does exhibits and all this other stuff. Anyway, that's with- not the story. The story is this. He was at a regular party with some of his regular friends, and one of his friends introduced him to the other people as a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> because there are so many words that sound right. like philatelist, and they're all bad. Fellatio, sure. pedophilia, flatulence. There's so many. That sort of ruins what I was going to observe, which is that I feel like a philatelist convention has got to be like a total fuck fest, right? Right. right. Like you get, you're, you're finally like among your people, and you just like go ape. I mean, it's like just a bunch of nerdy men sucking each other off. <laughs> Like, and stamps. <laughs> and licking, licking stamps and other things. And other things. No, licking stamps is just an euphemism. <laughs> Are we going to talk about the book? You should see this, the tweezer collection. <laughs> okay. All right, we're going to talk about the book right now. I was the picker. So <clears throat> I'm going to give a quick summary of Hell's Kitchen. M.M., Gay Omega, Shifter Romance, City Wolves, book one by Mr. Bates, Aiden Bates. All right. Danny is a chef and an Omega, which I might say Matthew texted me. What's an Omega? I did. <laughs> and I didn't know, like, except just in wolf packs, the Omega is the, the weakest one in the pack. Wait a minute. When you say wolf, you're talking about packs of actual wolves? Yes. And since this is a... Why do you know anything about that? Because I, I have dogs and I wanted to be a right. dog dogs, trainer. Dogs are the same as wolves. They are descended from wolves, so they're actually kind okay. of the same as wolves. You may have a point there. <laughs> Not to be pedantic, but actually they really are. Yep. (laughs) Okay, they're domesticated wolves. So, uh, but Omega could also, of course, refer to, you know, Alpha Omega, bottom top, gay male relationships, yada, yada. Okay, so Danny's a chef, an Omega werewolf who heads to his favorite wolf human bar (laughs) called the Tipsy Raven after work to hang with his quote unquote pack. Um, Who, who, does anyone here have a favorite wolf human bar in Seattle? (laughs) (laughs) Um... Can't think of a joke fast. Okay. Okay. Um, Not very many places to go, apparently, but he really loves this bar. He has all of his friends there. Marie is there. Silas, who's also a wolf, is tending bar. Um, 
uh, Mark is there, and they're teasing him about showing his line cook the ropes. So, you know, ha ha ha. You know, um, <laughs> his friends at the bar give him suppressants that right. you know, keep him from wolfing out, um, and they also gave him uh, an assumed identity. Meanwhile, we learned that there's been some serial killer action up on Murray Hill. Sure. Three killings have been going on, and animal attack type killings are kind of thing, end quote. Uh, Silas, the bartender, tells um, Danny that his suppressants will affect his fertility. Uh, Danny uh, says he doesn't really want any kids because he says he's triple. Okay, so we know that there's <laughs> right. murders. We know that Danny is suppressing his wolfness, that he doesn't want children. Of course, I keep thinking, how will he have children if he's gay? I was, I was thinking that, too. And his like, fertility. Like, and the wolves, wolves come out your butt. <laughs> like, I have all kinds of questions at this uh, yeah, point. Yeah, I was, I was wondering if I was just, you know, like, being prejudiced about I know. It, I, me, too. Wait, this is important. One of the acronyms in the back book was IMPREG. Oh. So... Oh, what? you looked at the back of the book? The, well, Wait, I'm not the back of the fail. book. No, 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 no. It's There's on, no, no back no, no, of the book in a it's review. On, it's on Amazon. It says IMPREG. And then it says, like... Oh, another word. Oh, that's oh, a genre. Yeah, there's an impreg genre yes. of shapeshifter gay omega romances. Yes, there are so much to learn here. We I will know. never be done with this podcast. No, it's a bottomless <laughs> well. It is <laughs> with a lot of bottoms. Oh my god! Seriously, impreg is a is a yeah. What do you call those things? I, I uh, imprint. <laughs> no, not imprint, <laughs> but like a categorization. Yeah. What do they call them? I don't know. A genre? Well, kind of like when you go, when you go into a bookstore, how they're how they're shelved, according to like, is there an impreg shelf se- shelf section corner? I hope so. Impreg corner, like our bodies ourselves. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, did they just call kitchen. it the womb? <laughs> the womb room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's like uh, it's got red velvet carpeting on the walls. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Okay, more summary. <laughs> Enters Mike Royce from Colorado. From of the Colorado Royces. <laughs> yeah, question. Who enters Mike Royce? Okay. We're going to get back to this, but I have to just say this right now. Mike Royce pulls his helmet off, but there's no discussion of why right. he's wearing I a know. fucking helmet. And all I, I can imagine that. was that he was perhaps special needs and could hurt his head or yes. something. So, Okay, his father, the high alpha, which all I could think of was really stone dominant person, mm-hmm. uh, sent him to track down one of his childhood friends, Rick. Rick was subjugating humans, and Mike's father had been had found gnawed bodies at Rick's den. <laughs> Apparently, Rick has gone rogue. Rick turned a young girl without uh, without her consent. Uh, you might know something about that, Lauren, or the pack's consent. <laughs> Dad was going to kill Rick, but he fled the nest. Okay, so Mike comes in. He's a bad guy. He eyes Danny. He recognizes Danny from Colorado because his dad told him that's the one. He's yours. He tells Danny. He ruined his life. You ruined my life, Danny. Why? We don't know why. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. We don't know why. Um, and that's kind of it, I think. Uh, yeah. Wait, wait. We do know why. Because I'd have mated you. Oh, oh I forget right. that but he, line. But he, my favorite line. I'd have mated you. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I'd have mated you. I'd have mated you. We say that in the South. <laughs> sure. All the time. <laughs> I think Blake Shelton said that to Gwen Stefani. <laughs> <laughs> and, she, and she was you. his forever. Uh-huh. Uh, or until their inevitable celebrity divorce. <laughs> um, okay, um, so, so much, many questions. So much. The mm-hmm. short, Matthew, I just have to call you out. You sent me a thing saying, I don't know, Becky, this is a really short. Ex-. I'm like, dude, I was so wrong. Read it. 
It is so good. Okay. Um, Wealth of information. I've, uh, first of all, I've, I've many questions about uh, the whether this rang true to you, Becky, as a chef. Oh, I was going to say, you, as Lauren, an Omega as MM gay. <laughs> okay. Where are you going with that? Well, for, for one thing, you didn't mention that the bar is called the Tipsy Raven. I did, did say Oh, you it. did? I'm sorry. So sorry. Okay. Danny craved contact with his pack of friends, whom he now regaled with the tale of tonight's exploding shrimp bisque. Right. I have two questions about this. First of all, what would make a shrimp bisque explode in your professional culinary opinion? Um, somebody was sucking it off really hard because <laughs> there's no way a shrimp bisque explodes. So clearly it's a euphemism. And secondly, isn't a bisque like what you would say if you don't know, if, if you need a fancy food to put in your book and you don't know anything about food, you're like, oh, what's a fancy food there, word? There's something called dish generator. Oh, it's kind of like name generator when, when you're a new author. <laughs> she, Lauren looked at me seriously. I was very excited. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, you're not, you're, you're not serious? No. Okay. Because I feel like the other thing you would say is baked Alaska, like right, you know, exactly. stereotypical fancy food that nobody really makes. Yeah, or crudite. Yes. <laughs> I think something else about the bisque is how it exploded all over right. his chest. Yes. No, uh-huh. right. Not, on, not all over his shirt or all no. over his right. chef coat. His chest. So presumably just bare chested. Okay. Making bisque. Yeah. Mm. Cream, creamy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, though. <laughs> Lauren, let me tell you. Let me mansplain to you what they're trying to Please. infer here. Becky, how often do you cook bare-chested? Most of the time, right? <laughs> right now. <laughs> I'm not cooking. <laughs> um, there is so much to talk about, you guys. I don't know yep. why I said that like like I was like a valley girl. You guys. Uh... No, I said, it, I said it with like vocal fry. I would have mated you. <laughs> Lauren, do you know what vocal fry is? Well, yeah. You do? Everybody at my office is like, oh, what's that? Yeah. Do you know what that is, Matthew? <laughs> yes. It's like, why do people do that? I don't know. But then again, when I talk back to it. them. No, but that's because when I respond, they're like, so what's up? And I'm like, hey, nothing. I'm from Arkansas. And Are you from Arkansas? Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about awesome. If they don't vocal fry, it's awesome. Wait a minute, Becky. You're they from fry New- other things. We're everything. You're from New Jersey. Why did you high five Arkansas? Because because I was just like what I just said, like the the whole vocal fry thing mm-hmm. just makes me so irritable. And so if if being from Arkansas means that she's not going to talk like that, then I'm I'm high five in Arkansas. I do it because it's sexy. It's not sexy. Yeah, it is, is it contagious? Yeah, uh, don't do don't do that ever, <laughs> ever again. It's as bad as the hip thing you did that time. Okay. <laughs> um, something. Okay. Uh, speaking as a professional writer, one thing I think about a lot is like how to do exposition in your book. And um, I don't need to think about that anymore because uh, Hell's Kitchen has shown me the right way to do it. Oh, please define exposition <clears throat> for those non-writerly types. It's how to, how to like, uh, you know, convey some information in your book without hitting people over the head with it. Mm, okay. And this is how you do it. Can you imagine the headlines? It would be worse than what's going on up in Murray Hill, Silas said. Danny had no idea what was going on in Murray Hill, but he didn't want to admit that to Silas. Fortunately, Marie saved him with her equal ignorance. What's been happening in Murray Hill? (laughs) Sounds like they've got a serial killer on their hands. Wow. We know the whole story. Thank Uh you very much. Um, Also, if there were a serial killer loose in New York, don't you think probably most people would know about it? I would think so. Mm -hmm. Like you would have heard about this somewhere? Yeah, somewhere. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I guess I guess chefs never like gossip about stuff. They're too busy getting bisque off their chest hair. <laughs> Wait, when you say bisque off, you mean those bisque cookies, off. right? <laughs> <laughs> They're on planes wiping off the bisque off. <laughs> um, I, yeah, is that I just, the only place that you can get bisque off? Yeah, is on a plane. Much. Well, at, uh, at United Trader Joe's, you can get that bisque off spread. Oh. 
Wow. Yeah, it was weird when I said Biscoff spread. Isn't I don't, it? Let's, I don't want to hear Biscoff spread ever again. <laughs> Biscon, Biscoff. All right. The biscuit. <laughs> I think also the line where he says, even in New York, people would notice a guy lunging at people and trying to bite them. <laughs> what? I feel like that's pretty normal for New York, isn't it? It's pretty normal for where I live three blocks from here. <laughs> no, on the way to work. Yeah. Um, uh, here's a line that really confused me, made me mad, then made me confused again. Mm-hmm. Danny is acting like the worst kind of feminist, and it was irritating. People can stand up for themselves and want a better life than what was originally planned and not be a little betch about it. <laughs> oh, this was in a review. Oh, I was going to say, I don't remember that. I want to see you guys be like, wow, we didn't read very carefully. If the word, yeah, if I'd seen the word batch, Batch. I would have written that down. I was like, when do we talk about feminism? Yeah, yeah, I don't remember that at all. (laughs) Anyway, Danny is the worst kind of feminist. So something I want to not forget to mention is um, there's this great podcast called our debut album in which uh, two Canadian comedians uh, every every episode have to write a song and record it in one hour. <laughs> um, and the, their, like, their promo debut episode uh, was a, a song about a gay werewolf looking for love. Mm. And and like I'm like, well, that that's something I'll never hear about again. That's funny. And then you picked a gay werewolf book. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so apparently it's a trend. <laughs> okay, now I have a question for you guys. Uh-huh. So in the book, it talks about how uh, one of the men at the bar that Mike saw when he when he came in, he carried the muted scent of a mated omega. Mm-hmm. What is that aroma? Mm, that's a good question. <laughs> muted. Hmm. Pungent. So no, let, muted means that it's covered with something like so, okay. the shackles of marriage. Mm, I think it's What's like that smell like uh, sadness, like, like uh, instant soup mix masked <laughs> with CK one. What's CK one? It's like it was a uh, uh, unisex uh, perfume that was popular in like mm-hmm. I don't in know, the nineties. Yeah. The oh 90s. really? Okay. I think it's it's the smell of formaldehyde. Sure. With Dracar Noir. <laughs> How are those different? <laughs> They're not. Uh, okay. Um, here's a line, and I'm not. Gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna drop this line with no comment. Mm-hmm. What Omega could want anything more than to be filled up by a big strong Alpha? <laughs> it's true when you put it that way. <laughs> Is, isn't that how you feel? Yeah. Are you an Omega? I don't know. I, I, I should have thought about this while reading the book. You're an epsilon. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Let, uh, yeah, gamma. Let's describe <laughs> the roles of the other Greek letters. Absolutely. Like, there's, there's, how do you, how do you say that one that's like, that's like XI? How do you pronounce that? <laughs> Kappas. <laughs> I'm a tri-delt. Delta, delta, delta. Yes. Can I help you, help you, help you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you been in a sorority? Uh, I haven't. I went to a school with 200 people. So. Oh, interesting. 200 what people? What was that Is that like? actually a school? Is that just you're hanging out in the park? <laughs> a lot of pot. <laughs> what school has 200 people? Um, it's a very small design school in Tennessee. Uh, it, uh, it was really something. We did a lot of croquet tournaments. What? Uh, I, I was the president two years running, so thanks. The of president the school of the college? or the croquet tournament? <laughs> of the student body. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That I what? actually brought on the croquet tournament. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait, was that your platform? Like, vote for Lauren, she'll bring the mallets? She'll bring the wickets? <laughs> we had 200 people. I didn't need a platform. <laughs> just like, I'm willing to do this. <laughs> you, didn't even need to, you didn't even just see step up on a stand. Was, you just could just talk. <laughs> was there an election or was it just like, oh, thank God? <laughs> I said I had a gavel and people were pretty excited about that. Perfect. <laughs> Did you have one of those things that you hit the gavel on? Like well, we had coaster? a wooden podium. So okay. All right. You did have a podium. Yeah. Had, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The meetings had about five people in them, so that went well. And they were 100%. Every agenda item was croquet related. <laughs> I <laughs> wish. Some of them were pizza related. <laughs> hey, no, Lauren, that, what uh, happened to your accent? <laughs> uh, so when I was 10, I was... Seriously, told, like, I'm actually nervous. <laughs> <laughs> when I was 10, uh-huh. ominous pause. Aliens came and stole your accent <laughs> uh, no, through your nose. It's really unfortunate. Somebody told me I couldn't be successful if I had a southern accent. So I who told you that? I don't know. Some your man. mother? <laughs> what? <laughs> some man? Some man? Why'd you listen to that man, Matthew? Why'd you tell her that? Some fucking werewolf. Why'd and then t- I move up here, and biscuits are popular. Everybody wants biscuits and gravy. Fried and everybody t- wants your accent. Yeah. Wait. What is so, this? so when did you move here? <laughs> uh, two years ago. So you you were in Arkansas for your entire life. Well, I moved to Nashville for college. She, yeah, she that's went to still Tennessee. in the south. Still, yeah. to, to still play in the south. I mean, country music became my first language when I moved to the south. But I mean, but did you practice to lose your accent because it is almost completely gone? No, I was ten. But when I get high, it really starts to show. Oh, we need to see that. <laughs> okay, uh, we're gonna take it to a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Lauren's gonna be high alpha. Becky, do you have any games for us, or I should do. we just? Oh, okay. I do. Do you want me to do a game, or do you? There's more well, things we could talk about. Yeah, there was there was one thing I wanted to be sure to mention, um, which is, uh, <laughs> I think I think it was uh, who's the guy who comes to town, Mike. Mike. Mike uh, Royce. I'm here about Murray Hill. I met a guy up there who suggested that you could help me. Think it might have been a bear. What kind of bear do you think he means? It, I have no it, idea. Well, right, mm-hmm. exactly. Like a, a bear roar, hundred percent, fifty fifty. A hairy gay man. Exactly. It no, absolutely, could be like, either one. Obviously, a hairy gay bear man. Like, but mm-hmm. but who turns into a bear, an actual bear? Yes, it's a shape shifting hairy gay man. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So a bear yeah. who turns into a bear. Mm-hmm. A bear who turns into an actual bear. It's the bear fantasy, truly. Right. Okay. Come, that makes come, sense. come alive on the page. <laughs> come I alive. I don't know right. what I'm saying. Wait, I wait. When I, I don't know what to say. I just too. say shrimp bisque on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> That's my comfort place. Uh huh. It's hot. Yeah, it's hot, like... creamy soup on my chest. <laughs> wait, it's pink. wait, 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 wait. I've it's got pink. one thing. It looks uh, like barf. Not yeah. a sexy picture. But I mean, soup is a very reassuring comfort food. Have That's you ever jizzed pink, Matthew? Because that would be, that make would be... me go right to the hospital. I don't know. Maybe if I ate enough beets. <laughs> Again, I wish I hadn't said. Seriously, that. does that happen? I, I don't think so. How do you know? Well, I'm not. Have you checked it 100% out? 100% sure. Okay, for next show, go eat like three pounds of beets. I am and not. Then absolutely not going to report back. Report back. back. I mean, I'm going to try it, but All I'm right. not going to report back. If you don't it. report back, I'm just going to take a picture of Lori's chest. <laughs> All right, moving on. Well, I can I can send you a picture of that. You don't. Oh no, I've got a picture. I've taken many many <laughs> surreptitious pictures of Lori's chest. <laughs> okay, I got a game. Yeah, Lauren. Lauren's going to be playing this game, and if she gets uh, all the answers right, she's going to get a bowl of these grapes that we have right here. I'm sure you're going to say a bowl of bisque. <laughs> a bowl of shrimp bisque. Bisque. That word is just fun to mm-hmm. say. Okay, it's a game we play almost every week. It's called Five Star. 
I'm not sure if you're familiar with this game, uh, where I read reviews. <laughs> you guess if they are real or made up. It's a okay. game we play every week. It's called Croquet. <laughs> not sure if you're familiar with this game. I'm, okay. I've got a you're, sticky wicket. You're ready? <laughs> Gross. Are you ready for your first one? I, I'm ready. Okay. Five stars. I hope Mike shows what a true alpha is capable of, and I can't wait to see how Danny responds to it. Real. Yes. Well done. But that implies that the person wrote the review without fin- before they finished the this book. This happens a lot. And okay. I, I think it's friends of the author. Oh, that makes sense. You might know that on our book that just got published, Not One Shrine, we also have two reviews of people who have not yet no read the No idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, like I'm, I'm 23 pages in and already laughing. And that's all. that. that <laughs> that's, that's like half the book. So No, I'm sorry. 23 seconds in. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's like a they quarter a of the book. They review after 23 seconds <laughs> They like in. close the book and they're like, now seems like a good time. Uh-huh. That's your other nickname is 23 seconds in. I looked in. at the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Minute was an exaggeration. Mm-hmm. Well, I, okay. I talk a good game. Five stars. Someone told me this would be better than one of my most recent favorites, 50 Shades of Gay. And I didn't believe them. <laughs> And I didn't believe them, but they were right. I love the character of Danny and how he didn't let Mike dominate him like you see in so many other Omega Shifter books. Highly recommend. Not real. You're right. That is fake. But guess what's real, Lauren? Fifty Shades of Gay. Of course it's a real, real book. Right? That makes sense. That's probably ten real books. Yep. Okay, th- next one. Three stars. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> Real. Yeah. <laughs> I knew I knew that one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if you're only gonna use two words, please spell one of them right. <laughs> well he did spell one of them right, right? I mean I'm sorry, please spell both of them right. Is what I meant How to did say. these what did he spell wrong? No. <laughs> no comment. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh you're making me snort now. Okay. Three three stars. I started out liking this one, thinking it reminded me of fur and iron, which I really enjoyed. <laughs> But the poor development of characters was disappointing. I liked how, as an Omega, he was independent, but ultimately the plot fell apart. If you want gay erotica without the Alpha Omega drama, check out Thrusted Hard and Creamed. Wait, is that one book or two? Uh, this one book, Thrusted Hard and Creamed. One book. Oh, I'm torn. I Yeah, I don't know either. I, I think it might be real. Ha! You don't get the grave, sucker! <laughs> That's a fake review. But for your pleasure, fur and fur and iron and thrusted hard and creamed are both real books. Amazing. <laughs> I think those are the buy that's, now later. That's part. funny because that that was the thing when you said thrusted hard and creamed. I'm like, that's something Becky made up. I think it's fake for that reason. And I that's was why exactly I picked it wrong. because yes. I thought I would get you because it sounds like something I would make up. I wish I made it up. Okay, five stars. Mm-hmm. Someone over on the reviews for Brandon's first wolf suggested this book, and I was not disappointed. The hot shifter Alpha Omega action could have been sustained a bit longer, but for such a short book, I was amazed at where it went. Could have been sustained a bit longer is something I hear a lot. (laughs) 24 seconds in. Trimpus. I'm really stuck on Brandon's first First wolf. wolf. (laughs) I'm scared about what happens with the second wolf. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm very preoccupied with Brandon. Uh, But I think it... That's... I think... I get, think it's get your grape now. I, th- I think it's real. <laughs> it's fake. Damn it! But Brandon's first wolf is a real book. That's good. That's a good title because you can write a series of unlimited length, right? Uh huh. And I also love that we know a Brandon. Yeah. So I'm going to be teasing him with Brandon's. <laughs> sure. 
Okay, two stars. Bear My Baby is way better. Disappointed. I know Bear My Baby is a real book because you mentioned it last week. <laughs> Not real. Yeah, you're right. I know your patterns now. Oh, oh that's why you're never going to be on the show again. <laughs> <laughs> I got a grape, guys. <laughs> that that, that, was, a, that was a real, like, you know, good, good, good dog ears of grape. <laughs> um, she didn't know whether to take it out of my hand into her mouth, I noticed. Yeah, yeah, I or saw where that her was hand. going. I was excited. I wasn't sure. <laughs> well, that was, that was the most intimate thing that's ever happened on the show. Um, Lauren, I have, a, I have a serious question. Don't Do forget you know, the clam chowder on your chest that time. <laughs> Oh, wait. Do you think there's a book called Bisked? The one that we're writing. Okay. Uh, Lauren, um, do you know what a sticky wicket is as a croquet player? Because <laughs> I've, I've, I've heard the term, and I think it may actually refer to something in croquet, but I don't know. You know, I'm not sure. I'm not even sure I know what a wicket is. I know what a mallet is. The wicket's a little <laughs> little gate, I think. Oh, goes yeah. Through. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to doubt you're, you're being the president of croquet story. I never said I was an expert at croquet. <laughs> what, what, Just like to slap wait, balls around. So what gave you the idea that croquet would be was something that the campus needed? Well, we didn't have other sports. <laughs> and it seemed inexpensive. You have, we were any arts, other sports? We had 200 people. What were we going to play? Oh, there's a way you could play chess. Okay, but wait. Ping pong? 200 art students. Uh-huh. Oh, oh. like heavy petting. <laughs> Uh, the fashion game? What? Competitive <laughs> runway? Um, minimalist Every, water polo? Um, pointillist pointillism? I have another question. Ping pong? Can we just change this into like 200 person art school talk podcast? Because I have another question. Um, at an art school of 200 people, sooner or later, does everyone pose naked? And so have you seen everyone naked on campus? <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't say I've seen everyone. Oh, <laughs> you're onto something. Like 25%, 50%? It was a small school. Okay, you keep saying that. Like, Boy, that, that's what that was a really That seeing 200 answer. naked people is an everyday occurrence. What are you this doing is, in Tennessee? This has turned into like a, uh, you know, a gotcha journalism <laughs> hard, hard interview show. Okay, how, how many? <laughs> <laughs> you want numbers. He wants numbers. He, this is like pressure, no. high pressure radio. <laughs> No, seriously, it's like hard. Howard Stern. All of a sudden, it's hard to say. Was was but was this a thing that like <laughs> lo- that that? Just kidding. <laughs> all right, here we'll make it easy for you. Um, okay, wait. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Did you have two hundred swinging dicks in your face <laughs> or fifty swinging dicks in your face? Wait, well, she, you think she was the only female student on campus? <laughs> I'm just giving her something so she can get defensive about and then give us information. Two hundred swinging dicks in my face is my memoir. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to leave it with that. Although I do have one more thing to say about the book, which neither of you losers got. And I thought it was, I was laughing. I have other stuff written down. Me too. I got four pages of notes, girl. Oh, girl. Well, then we can keep going. (laughs) Okay, but here's the thing Silas goes and locks the door of the bar. And then less than a page later, Mike walks in. (laughs) I did not notice that. I was like, really now? I was confused about what time of day it was. When it was that six happened. in the morning. Right. Yeah. It, the, the reason why I mention it is because he makes such a point to describe so carefully. Six in the morning, he goes, he locks the door, and then Mike walks in the bar. Maybe and apparently he, they walk through locks. And there's three doors. people at the bar at this point. Yes. Maybe so he like uh, busted the door down with his helmet. He takes his helmet off. I know. And shakes around his hair, which I think happened. 
<laughs> it's probably everyone had to do that when you said it. <laughs> it's wolf hair. Um, so, okay, wait, I had something. Um, oh, <laughs> I liked it when he said the others laughed just as he'd meant for them to. After. That was really funny because when I tell a joke, I really like... But, yeah, like, like it's so dumb. Why I, would you write that? I, I yeah, I, when I tell a joke, I, I try to scare people. Right. <laughs> you mean you meant for us to laugh after that joke? No, no, I meant you're crazy. I meant for you to cower. Oh wow, humor with fear. I liked when they said, uh, "I think Silas." No, uh, Matt was talking. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> it really talking, doesn't matter. And he said, "I'd had no, I'd have had no idea about you guys if you hadn't shown me." That they were wolves. <laughs> was that a drunk night? Is it a like, party trick? Yeah, but they also said mentioned like the lines. They saw a couple lines. Oh, like I, like wolf, li- wolf like, lines. What's a or wolf like line? tired lines? Oh, is it's like wolf stretch marks. Like you wolf out enough times. Oh, you just love saying wolf out in as many podcasts as you possibly can. <laughs> you, you said it first this time. Wolf out? Yes, I you did. did. This is on tape. Oh, it's amazing. Yes, no, I was, I was so happy. I, I didn't. I, I didn't want to jump in and like call attention to it because it was just like it was such a proud moment for uh, me. Oh, that I said wolf out. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. Okay, I have one more thing. Okay. Uh, Mike could see the Omega's canine slightly elongated, as if that's what happens when he gets aroused. This is canine elongate. You are so right. You got a a tooth boner. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Tooth boner. Yeah. Think about it. No, don't think about it. (laughs) Ow. I don't even have a dick, and that made me feel, feel yeah, yeah. uncomfortable. Well, maybe we should wrap things up. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Lauren, for being on our show. We really loved you. Really loved you. One- <laughs> no, I mean, like, like I'm... Um... <laughs> yes. Yeah, now um, we, yeah, we're, we're moving on to art class. So <laughs> She's like taking more grapes from my, from my hand into her, into her red lips and tortilla chips. Okay, this is getting weird. Uh, Lauren, where, tell us again where we can find you online. Um, and uh, tell us the rules of croquet. <laughs> Matthew's deeply uncomfortable right now. I love it. He's like uh, almost embarrassed. He's like, oh my God, it's almost like lesbian like play acting. I can't watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, no. Go ahead. Uh, you can find me at my blog at redlipstortillachips.com. And my Instagram is L.A. Cunningham. That is my Instagram. <laughs> it's not going further than that. All right. But and your <laughs> Instagram is, uh, on a serious note, your photography is amazing. It really is great. Thank really, you. really amazing. Very talented. I love that series of 200 shots of naked people from college. I like the 50 swinging dick in your face photo. That was uh, amazing how you were able to hold your arm out that far. Wow. We, we were able to be serious. <laughs> serious for about 23 seconds. Do, do you use a, what's those things? Selfie called? stick? Do you use a selfie <laughs> stick when you're getting 50 dicks in your face? That's how I Snapchat. <laughs> That seems like it would be efficient. It does. Hmm. Efficiency is so important. (laughs) We're we're all holding our arms out, pretending. Position the dicks around your face. (laughs) It all depends on how big they are. You can find us at (laughs) lookinsidethisbookclub.com. And you can uh, find us at facebook.com slash lookinsidetbc, which stands for look inside this. this. Becky and Cunningham. Uh, no, we do. <laughs> we do. Sorry. Not yes ending that one. You can do better. Look, look, <laughs> look, in, look inside this um, bear and coyote. No, no. Okay. Hold less, on. Take it to a break. We'll be right back. We're back. <laughs> Becky, put the gun away. Uh, 
which this week stands for Look Inside This Bisque t- Catastrophe. <laughs> I couldn't say it. Bisque Catastrophe. This catastrophe. Bisque. No, but that doesn't have it. Never mind. Just go to our fucking Facebook and, and tell us about tooth boners or whatever. And also check um, out our new book, Not One Shrine. Two food writers devour Tokyo, now being sold on Amazon. Now being sold. And our book next week, selected by me, is Pride, a bad boy Amish girl romance. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> yes, by definitely her real name, Sienna Valentine. Definitely not. That is amazing. There's an Amish genre. Yeah, of course. I have not looked at the text at all. I don't know. It, it might be an, a great book. Is there an impreg tag? Oh, God. <laughs> Doubtfully. I <hope> so. <laughs> but there's probably a barn, a barn I building. I think there's a uh, barn a building? Run, yes, barn raising. Barn raising. There's, there's a, a barn raising tag. A rumspringa tag. <laughs> What is that? Butter it's, churning. It's okay. Half of you knew what it was. A, there's so much butter churning, like just everything. Oh, did churning. you say butter churning? That's what you said? That's no, I, I said, said rum springer. It's like when. It, okay. Is that like Jerry Springer? I, I apologize. I apologize to all of our Amish listeners for how I'm going to get right, this wrong. Because they're listening to our podcast. <laughs> um, oh, uh, yeah. So I think rum springer, uh, from what I know, is like uh, a, a period in a young Amish person's life when they get to like go out and see what it's like to not be Amish. And it, then uh, when they come back, like. Uh, and they were never, they were meant to, to come back. Exactly. Yeah. And, if, and if they. You know, if uh, if you set them, if you love them, set them free, and they'll and they'll Eat be shoe fly one pie. set of footsteps in the footprints in the sand. If and I've only helped one person, it won't be worth it. <laughs> Pay it forward. <laughs> See you next time. Okay, so Lauren, I need you to pull up on the microphone, and you're gonna you're gonna put your mouth practically on the. Uh, oh my god! And if you need to raise it up, really? Yes. <laughs> Do not talk to twenty somethings like that. <laughs> what? It's okay. Put your mouth this on is my like microphone. My first college party. <laughs> scooch, scooch to my, <laughs> scooch to my microphone. <laughs>